When it comes to discussing the realities of parenting, you can expect some sensitive material and occasional profanity. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Anonymous Mom, a podcast where two childhood friends reconnect to discuss mom life, adulting, and everything in between. This week, we're going to talk about something that we're both really good at, and that is crying. <laughs> it's going to be more. I don't know if that's <laughs> Yay. Like we're really good at it. Stay but... tuned. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I am a Pisces. It's oh. just natural to me. I feel everything so much. Yeah, see, and I'm not a feeler. So I shouldn't say I am now a feeler. For a long time, I wasn't a feeler. I didn't have feelings. You can ask one of our friends. She's always like, I'm so glad you started therapy. You have feelings now. And I know. (laughs) I now have feelings and I'm okay with crying. You're you're water rising because you're a cancer rising. Yes. So that is able to come out. Yeah, so Um, now I can finally cry. And I always tell people. Show it to the world. Yes, well, I always tell people like, cry because babies cry because they need to get emotion out when you don't when you hold it in that's what oh gets we're so gonna get bad. to it. yeah okay so now my question to you is what makes you cry what movie can you not watch without crying like I was telling you earlier when we talked about doing this episode I was having a really really tough day on a Saturday and I knew I just needed a good cry so I was like I'm gonna watch the notebook that will make me bawl my eyes out blubbering crying like ugly crying snot running down my face puffy eyes with the notebook was it it's you it was you is that the part that makes you cry no it's at the end where they die together if you have to oh. sorry but where they're laying in the thing and the nurse comes in and sees them like yeah sleeping together in their bed oh my god I'll cry just well, thinking my- about it now I'll cry at anything like Disney movies. No, now I cry at everything. Like, hey, now did we I go do. to Titanic together? Probably. Were you I mean, with me when our... in the theater? I know was with us. Probably. Like, and I had to one. call for them. I think it was my dad to pick us up, and I was, "Hey, you got pick us up!" Like we were just probably wrecked. yes, it probably because that was one. <laughs> yeah. I know. I think I saw that like numerous times because like that's what you did back then at Armageddon. Yeah. That uh, like when I wasn't a crier, those movies made me cry. But now I cry at like yes, like Trolls. We watched like a few months ago, and I bawled it. Like I cry at everything yeah, now. So, so like now that I have so many feelings, I can't stop crying now. So like everything well, makes me cry now. But <laughs> so that yeah, for me, Disney, Moana, and Frozen too. Oh yeah. Especially like the last few years, it was like this astrological, you know, like the energy, like all your stuff coming up to the surface. And I mean, oh my God, the messages in it are just so... Oh yeah. A good song makes me cry. I mean, and that's the thing too, it's like we can't always associate crying with bad. I was going to say, do you have a song that makes you cry? Like I have a song that if I want to cry, I I have a lot of songs. Do you? (laughs) Okay. So I like the only one that really comes to mind is the Fiebel the Mouse song. When I hear the Fiebel the Mouse song, it makes me want to cry. And it's because, and it's because A, in the movie theater, when I was really young, you went to go see it in the movie theater. And my mom had to make me leave the movie theater because I was crying so loud in the movie theater at the Fiebel the Mouse because he lost his mom. I was so afraid of losing my mom. Same with Bambi. I mean, like that was like a childhood trauma something for me I don't know I've gotten lost too many times Uh, it was for everybody and we're gonna bring up Disney movies at some point because parents die in every single they do now that you say that yes 
So, and plus my grandma played the organ and she was trying to teach me somewhere nice. out there. My and grandma played the organ. Really? See, yeah. look at this. And she was trying to teach me somewhere out there. And oh. she had passed away and I never got to so learn how to play it, but she could play it on the organ. She was blind. That brings up all those feelings. The somewhere out there, like, it's like, it's just, I put it on and I cry. So if anybody wants to make me cry in public, put on somewhere out there. Yeah, I do just like add that to Target. I'm going to find you at Target and just play it on my phone and wait. Have somebody in front of you videotaping it. Oh, and the ugly cry that comes out. I am an ugly crier. Like when I ugly cry, I can't stop. So yeah. See, that's the thing is we automatically don't want to like show our emotions in front of people. And so I've learned to silently cry. I yawn and I cry. So yeah, I had a friend like where we were talking, I was getting tired and she looks over and I just had a single tear coming. Yeah. She busts out laughing. She's like, are you crying? I'm like, I just cry for like, I yawn, I cry. It's Oh, that's hilarious. I, no, I'm just not. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say now that I've been more in tune with my feelings and I've done a lot of the inner work and it's okay to have these feelings. But I just remember when like I was younger and like you did it, that feeling you get when it's you're trying to hold it in your cry. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But you want to hold it in and it's like the sick feeling you get. Like I want to cry, but I'm afraid to cry. Yeah. I was, I just didn't like crying. It just was yeah. too much emotion for me. But now and I'm fine with it. Movies like Frozen are good. Let it go. Yep. Let, that Let it go. Like- so since you brought this up, I wanted to think about the question, is crying good for you? Because obviously there has to be health benefits mm-hmm. to it. And mm-hmm. I found some on oh, uh, Harvard's see. medical school website. Wanted to try and find one that was more legit. So I went to Harvard Medical School. Well, good. <laughs> so, uh, and this will be linked in our the episode description. So the interesting thing I found off the bat was medical benefits of crying have been cited as far back as the sixth century. Ooh. So we've known that crying is good for us for a really long time. We've also had repression for a very long time as humans. But anyways, what are the greatest benefits of crying for parents? I think the most important is that it releases stress. Yeah. We know that it's stressful being a parent. (laughs) Right. Oh, really? I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And like I noted too, that it's not just when we're sad. Right. That we cry. And that's something too to teach children because a lot of even, you know, stories and stuff, it's associated with sadness or loss. And that's not necessarily the case. We release tears when we have an abundance of emotions, including happiness. It's just the extreme emotions, regardless of what they are. Right. And I want to get into the negative effects of holding in your tears. Oh, geez. Because that's what we were just talking about. So from Harvard's medical school, quote, crying is an important safety valve, largely because keeping difficult feelings inside can be bad for our health. Studies have linked repressive coping with a less resilient immune system, cardiovascular disease, and hypertension, as well as with mental health conditions, including stress, anxiety, and depression. Crying has also been shown to increase attachment behavior, encouraging closeness, empathy, and support from friends and family. With mental health, we can see that. Um, But we have to remember that the physical things that culminate from emotional distress. Right. I mean, stress is the number one killer. And right. stress is linked to everything. Creates. It just yes, makes exactly. everything bad. Like, and it's hard. It's because you're never going to live a stress-free life. Like there's no such thing as that. However, it's how you deal with it rather than how you, yeah, how you can cope. Yeah. yeah. And there's, I can't remember who, I think Carolyn Meese, but they say, you know, disease is dis-ease. Right. Yep. And so that's the link to so much stuff is just not 
being mentally well and why it's so frustrating that we don't focus on mental health as much as we should in this society. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, I did want to note that there is an article linked that discusses the damaging consequences of boys holding in their emotions, specifically when it comes to mental health. And actually November is, which this will hopefully be played in November, but is mental health awareness for men. It's mental health for men. Oh. Yes, for November. That's, I just saw that and that was pretty cool. And I actually, my husband has, yes, my husband and I are very like open about and he, um, just recently like got diagnosed with anxiety during COVID and he's not afraid to like tell people about it. He he actually is more like talks to other guys about it. It's like, it's okay to have feelings and it's okay to like, but my husband is very feeling-y. Like I will say that he is a lot of feelings, which has made me more feeling-y. Like we're the opposite when it comes to that. (laughs) But like, yeah, so, and, but it is men are taught not to cry and be tough and have these things. So I'm, I, and again, repressive, right that stuff explodes mm-hmm. oh yeah well that's where I think how many times have you like met someone that like they don't have emotions and then when they do finally have the emotion it's the like extreme and it's over yeah. the top because they, they never, have it they have it's it just it's just down yes very just, deep yeah and then it explodes mm-hmm. like a volcano mm-hmm. yeah definitely have to look at that more so there are three types of tears I also want to differentiate because as somebody who cries a lot (laughs) now you're gonna know the difference between your tears (laughs) well these are just continuous tears it's fine well so that's one of the three so there's reflex (laughs) tears continuous tears and emotional tears so the first two categories perform the important functions of like moving debris so if like you know there's smoke in your eyes or dust and lubricating your eyes to protect them from infection got it your body's just doing its thing and interesting, their content is 98% water. <laughs> I mean, I guess what else would it, you know, but they're salty well, tasting. Like this. this is where the other stuff comes in. Emotional tears are where the health benefits are found. Okay. So emotional tears not only flush out all that stuff, they flush <sighs> out stress hormones from your body as well as other toxins. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yes. So when you're crying, so think about that when you're crying that you're releasing stress hormones and toxins. Okay. So that's why we really need to promote crying. If you're having the urge to cry, it might be because your body's, let's go back to the disease talk. So it's disease, right? If Mm -hmm. your body is telling you that it needs to cry, it wants to release the stress and the toxins. Yes. And it's funny because like how many people want to like detox their body where it's like they want to do everything else, but they probably don't want to cry. Like, don't cry. Yeah, they, I'll, yeah. I'll take all these vitamins I'll, and I'll do yeah. all these other things, but don't cry. Just fucking cry. Your body's telling <laughs> you to do it. The easiest way to detox, just cry. It's just like your body's wanting to release the shit. Yeah. I actually cried yesterday. Isn't that cool? And, Go yeah, and, it was, and it was funny because it was like in a time where like I didn't think that I needed to cry but we were talking about something and it was just very emotional and I was like oh that's so cool and I was like started crying and that's that's where I know that I'm growing with my emotions is because now I yes. do cry and yeah so that's cool and gonna... crying also a lot of people I like I said associate with sadness but crying releases oxytocin and endogenous opioids which are endorphins. I never okay. knew endorphins. The good, the good, oh, the good opioids. I know, sorry, I paused saying that because I saw opioids and I'm like, uh, uh, I mean, endorphins. What are you? <laughs> so I think we know we definitely need to right. focus on the benefits because that is like your, our society is just so wrapped around shame to begin with. And Right. Like well, this, and I think it's also too, like crying shameful. is weakness. People think, yeah, crying resorts to like, being weak or too emotional or too fragile because that's what we've been to you know like when you're crying you can't control yourself is what you know 
Now we can be like, I actually am detoxing right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm just detoxing. I'm just detoxing. <laughs> just leave me alone. Like, You're crying yeah. in public. And somebody looks at you, you stare them right in the eyes and you go, I'm just detoxing. I'm just detoxing right now. Oh, well, so- I think too, even watching a Disney movie with, I mean, I just, I can't, it's just, I don't just watch it. I feel it. Well, and so that's my problem is I'm too much of like, when it comes to certain shows, I had to stop watching shows because my husband would have to be like, uh, yeah, you do realize this is fiction. This is not happening. It doesn't matter. It does. And I'm like, I don't care. Like this person is dying in this movie. And so they're dying in real life. And I cannot, I cannot decipher those. So I have like really hard time being like, okay, it's, it's not real. It's not real. But when we watch movies with the girls at the end, they're always like, look over the like, mall, guess what? Mom's crying, which I'm like, I'd rather have that than them not see me crying now whereas before I would have never cried and you're gonna movie. look at them and you're gonna go I am detoxing yeah no I'm now. gonna be like I'm detoxing I was so I'm like it's good to cry I needed a good cry I don't know how many yes. people I've talked to they're like I just need a good cry and it's like well, now we all know, we know right but we all know it makes us feel better but it's like we know that we need it it's the same thing like with sleep we know we need more sleep we just don't mm-hmm. do it we know we need to drink more water we just don't just do it we should associate mm-hmm. crying sleeping and water in the same category <laughs> yeah well linking it to stress I feel is most important in our conversation because when you're feeling broken or tired, just release it. Just let it. it, yes. The other reason why I brought this up to do was because on Saturday, I felt like my body was having like this huge detox day. Everything was just like emotionally coming out. And when my anxiety reaches a high, that's when I go into a more depressive state. Too much anxiety makes me depressed. So on Saturday, I just got really depressed. And I was like, I think I just need to sleep. I just need like, I know what I need to do. Yeah. But I was like, I just need to get a good cry out. Because if I cry, I know I will feel better because the anxiety is what's making me the out of control is what was making me upset that's why I had said we should do crying because it did make me feel so much better I woke up Sunday and I was like okay let's do this my favorite cry with a movie is the movies where there's like the redemption that makes me very emotional so those are the kind of cries where it's like if I need to have the reassurance that everything's gonna be okay okay yeah (laughs) well I for those I wonder how many people won't want to listen to this because it's an uncomfortable situation so my mom does not show emotion. I mean, she's when it Gemini. comes to like crying. She's yeah, a, she's, like, I get it. Like this, and this, and that's why I like, I get it. Like I'm not, yeah. I was not an emotional person. For I know all my Gemini time. friends are just not emotional just, people. No. Like I said, she's a Virgo moon. And when we watch a movie, she doesn't feel that sadness or I mean, she's very yeah. old with it. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, it's just interesting that, and then there's me just. You need people like that. Is my emotional friend. She is constantly, shows emotion. Everything is emotional. Yeah. I'm not going to say I'm not. I wasn't emotional. So like she was just always, every time we'd go out drinking, she'd cry. And she's like, I just love you so much. I just love our <laughs> friendship. And she's like, yeah, I love you too. Cool. Let's sing a song. I love you. Like, but, but, you just like pat her on the head like, yeah, love you too, girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do want to point out too, just because I'm not sure where we are on time, but there is such a thing as too much crying. And we do need to highlight oh, okay. that while we Let's... talk about that. Okay. If it happens too frequently for no apparent reason, or when it starts to affect your daily activities or becomes uncontrollable Mm -hmm. it's important to seek medical professional opinions because that can signal a uh, bigger mental health issue 
like clinical depression. Yeah. And also, if you can't cry at all. Okay. Like you were saying, you know, people like it's not necessarily just repressive coping mechanisms. It can also signal clinical depression if, if you just can't cry. Can't cry, show emotion. Well, it's funny yeah. because I think, I mean, I'm very aware of like how my anxiety works and how it turns into depression and all that. But I know it's so like how it works for me, but there's a lot of people that don't understand that. And to be able to know that you're in a depressive state, this is what I need to do to make myself feel better but it takes a lot of work to get to that point. So yes, if you are in a point of that, please go talk to someone, please. It's hard and it's really, really hard, but go do it because the benefits will 100% outweigh how you feel right now. And also too, when speaking with a professional, because we haven't embraced mental health as quickly as we should have as a society, I think that there's also this misconception that these things are instantaneous you know we're an instant gratification mm-hmm. society right. and so I mean a lot of times with therapy it's not something that you, I mean you'll it's you might start fix. feeling benefits yes. but you're not getting to that you're not going to crack that egg until like a year into it oh yeah I have been you know? in therapy for oh gosh I think almost five years now and mm-hmm. like it is taken that but I love it if I Stick could wear a shirt it. that says everybody should go to therapy and I would talk about well, therapy let's make it. And, but yeah I mean I would talk about therapy and anxiety and depression all day long if someone would let me that is my jam talking about it is what people need to do and being okay with being on medication and all that. I was just talking to a friend and she's like, oh, I finally got to therapy. And I'm like, yeah. And don't stop just because there are certain times where I was afraid my therapist was going to break up with me because Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I still like, I need our monthly time. Well, and so that's another thing too, is people with certain personality disorders, they will go to therapy, but generally after about a year, they'll quit and they'll blame it on, you know, the therapist wasn't right right for them or this or that, because they actually have to get to the stuff that, right. They don't and want to get to. Another thing that I want to say too is you don't have to have this huge fucked up thing, this huge trauma, yes. all of this stuff to go to therapy. It's a spectrum. A- There's yeah. Well, and also with kids, I want to highlight that the same thing with getting a therapist for a child. It's just preventative care. Let right. your kids have a professional teach them like you have a teacher teach in school how to cope with emotions how to express emotions and how to deal with people who don't give back what you're expecting because that is part of society and it will build resilience that's my frustration is we're still stuck in this idea of resilience being that like kids just have to go through tough shit right and bad shit to build character we can teach resilience through education and not just shitty things exactly i mean i think that you have to go through stuff but it doesn't have to be the shit all the time you know well i would like as far as for people to comment share what makes you cry (laughs) yes i'm really curious because sometimes it's stuff where you would be surprised yes and you can relate to a movie or a song and i'm sure a lot of people have watched this oh that one with christine applegate Dead to me. And she sits oh, in her, so she sits in I her car. I thought you were going to say, don't tell mom the babysitter's Oh, dead. no, no. And dead to me, she sits in her car and listens to, and you'll love it because it's our music genre. And she sits and listens to like heavy metal and cries nice. in her car listening to heavy metal. And I freaking laugh because I'm like, I've gone to a park and cried in my car listening, like just to get whatever. Nice. That's, what, that's her therapy. You should watch part of it. It's hilarious. And she's like, that's what she does to get her cries out is she goes and listens to heavy metal music in her car and cries. When you can feel the emotion, that's another thing too. So much of that is connecting to the emotion that whoever created it is expressing. And it's a bonding. 
Right. So we talked about that attachment behavior that it creates that closeness. And it is, it's feeling a connection that is creating that, you right. know? I mean, um, empathy. We need more of it in our society. We do. So anyways, I think that's all the time we have. So tune in next week, comment and share your best cries. Yes. No shame. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> I've had so many, I can't even highlight one, yeah. unfortunately. But. I probably could, but. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Anonymous Mom. Have a question you want answered or a topic you'd love for us to discuss? Email us at anonymousmompod at gmail.com. Or if you want to remain anonymous, join our Facebook group, Anonymous Mom, where you can post your topic or question anonymously. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.